Have you ever taken the opportunity to apologize to yourself and really mean it? I'm Mary Lynn, and thanks for joining me for more Recovery Talk. Um, that apology piece to ourselves, to our spiritual self, our emotional self, our physical body self, is a really important piece in the healing process uh, as we move through recovery. Um, and whether, you know, it's recovery from life, recovery from addiction, um, recovery from alcoholism, which is what I'm doing. And I can tell you that the time when I finally apologized meaningfully and accepted the apology was, man, paramount in my healing. And I had to have been, I don't know, somewhere 10 to 12 years sober when I finally realized that I really needed to apologize, not only for the um, the damage that I, I was potentially doing with all the alcohol intake, but all of the abuse I did to myself, um, the emotional, verbal, physical, I was so, I was physically abusive to myself. Uh, just, I just wasn't nice to me. I wasn't nice to anybody. I was a raging drunk. So, but but it was very paramount, like I said, in, in my healing. I'd done a lot of healing in that first 10 to 12 years. But when I made that apology and I meant it and I felt it and I received it, I could go deeper in my healing. I took it like whole, to a whole other level. Like, more into like that cellular level of really letting go, forgiving myself, letting up on the blame. Because even then I would, I blamed myself. Sure. Even now I still blame myself at times. I think that's human nature, but the day this airs, which will be tomorrow, uh, I am taping this the day before it airs, and tomorrow I will be 14 years sober. If I can make it through the afternoon and the evening into tomorrow, which I can all but guarantee I will, I will be 14 years sober. And in the past couple of years since I made that earnest apology and acceptance, my healing went deeper. I really started to mend the relationship with myself, which I don't think we really think about that as, as humans, that, that we need to have a relationship with ourselves. But we do. We have a relationship with ourselves. And if we don't nurture it and nourish it and 
treat it with compassion and love, we're really defeating ourselves and beating ourselves down. We did enough of that bullshit when we were in our addiction. I'm telling you, and I don't care what your addiction is. I don't care if it's shopping, gossip, drugs, alcohol. We beat the shit out of ourselves repeatedly. And when we are in recovery, we need to stop. And not only do we need to stop, but we need to repair all the damage we've done. We need to find that forgiveness of ourselves, of our wounding, and apologizing to yourself, to your physical body, and accepting it. You gotta accept it. It's a you know, it's a two-way street. You make the apology and you accept it. And it really does open up for deeper healing, deeper, like at that cellular level, which you might think I'm crazy here, but it's true. It really does change the whole dynamic of how we think and feel about ourselves, about our addictions, about our behaviors. It helps us change the way we think and it helps us change some of those behaviors that we carry through into um into recovery that little tiny piece of saying i'm so sorry without going to that victim or going to that morbid reflection where we start remembering all the that bad and horrible things that we had done to others, to ourselves. We don't need to get in the muck and we don't need to wallow in it when we make this apology. But we do need to let go of all of that. And that apology is what really helps um, to bolster that. There's no, um, I'm going to say there's no coincidence that with tomorrow being my anniversary, that I wanted to talk about how important this piece is, this piece of, of apology and forgiveness. Because While we might forgive ourselves early on in sobriety, when we're early in sobriety, we don't know nothing. We just don't. We're so clouded by where we've been, this newfound freedom. We still don't know yet how all of it's going to affect us as the years come forward, right? As we move into life in recovery, we don't know how it's all going to play out or how it's going to affect our attitudes and our behaviors. 
very similar to when we're children. We don't know how all that wounding we're experiencing is going to affect our behaviors when we move into adulthood. Even as young adults in our our 20s, we might be able to do some healing of that childhood wounding, but we haven't lived enough life yet to know really how it's going to affect us. So it's not until there's some life under our belt that we can really dig in because we've learned how it's affected our behaviors and our thought processes. And I fully believe the same thing is true in recovery. We don't know right away how it's all going to affect how we act and react to this new way of living. And I think it's a really important for me to remember that, yes, it took me over 10 years to, to be able to apologize to myself and to move into that deeper healing. But it had to be that way. Sure, there was forgiveness of, of things along the way. But that really deep, deep forgiveness and i'm i'm getting from my spirit team i'm i'm getting that yes absolutely this is at least true for me that i had to wait until i was ready to accept the apology to really apologize um on that deep level and i feel like i'm i'm starting to repeat myself so i apologize however it's important <laughs> it's really important and I hope that it's resonating um, to more than one person. I really hope this is resonating the importance of that uh, responsibility to yourself in your journey of recovery. We always think about all the other people that we hurt and all the other people that we need to make amends to. All the other relationships we need to mend. And it's all true. But the most important relationship that we can mend and that we can nurture is the one with ourselves. We really have to like turn ourselves inside out and see what's inside, find out what's missing, and then forgive yourself. Even though what's missing is not your fault. The holes that we have is exactly what we're trying to fill with whatever we became addicted to. The alcohol, the drugs, the other people, the, the 3D objects, it's all trying to fill a hole. And when we can recognize that and we can take accountability and responsibility that we have those and forgive ourselves 
for doing the best we could to try and fill it, then we can really start healing because there is so much more to sobriety than abstinence. And I say this probably in every stinking video, there's more to it than just not participating. I could just not drink. I would still be raging. I would still act like a raging drunk. Would I have the blackouts? Probably not. Probably not. Ooh, which means that I would have to remember all of my rage. Ah, I don't know. None of it's a good scenario. I, I know that. At least not for me. Not a good scenario. Uh, but building that relationship with myself has brought so much opportunity for growth and expansion and It's also brought a lot of uh, opportunity for, mm, how do I want to say this? I want to be really kind to myself. In my journey of healing over the past couple of years, it's been really easy for me to kind of isolate. and. I've been digging deep, man. I've been doing some like work. So I've I've kind of used that as uh I'm gonna say a bypass to extending myself outward. And the time has come now where I've done so much healing, I'm able to see the holes and the gaps and the whys. And I'm ready to move beyond them. Because I have a relationship with myself. I have a relationship with my physical body. I have goals now. I have plans of how I can nurture all the different parts of myself. That comes from a direct result of that apology and accepting it. Sure, I had to get sober first. I had to do the other healing. Now I'm ready to be even a more active participant in my life. And if you've seen my podcast, if you've watched Pam and I, you have heard us talk about being an active participant in our life and in our healing. And it's so important. I'm ready now to take my participation to like another step. I just am. My husband and I have taken up disc golf. Almost 62 years old and I am taking up a new sport. I am so excited for so many things because this is going to give me uh, an opportunity to spend more time outside, an opportunity to spend different new quality time with my husband, 
it's giving me an opportunity to really challenge my physical body in a really thoughtful and kind way of talking to her and letting her know, I have found this new thing that excites me and this is what I want. This is what I want from you. I have no expectations, but this is what I want. And I am working with her in partnership to to prepare myself for spring so we can really engage in this new sport. And for the first time in a long time, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited for me, if that makes sense. I wouldn't be here in this place of excitement if I, number one, hadn't gotten sober, number two, hadn't done the healing, number three, had I not apologized to myself, forgiven myself, accepted that apology, and moved deep so I could move out. It's so fascinating how the relationship with ourself can make so much difference in our lives, in our day-to-day lives. And this is going to be true for anybody, whether you are active in your addiction You don't have to wait to get sober to start that relationship with yourself because I can all but guarantee you that if you start that relationship with yourself, you're going to get sober. You're you're not going to have any other choice because you're going to start seeing and feeling and understanding your worth. And to build on that worth, We need to let go of the addiction. We need to let go of the punishment. That's all the addiction is. We trick ourselves into believing. I speak from experience here. That's all this is. This is all my own experience. Messaging through spirit. We trick ourselves into believing early in our addictions, maybe even before it's an addiction, that we are rewarding ourselves. That glass of brandy at the end of the day was my reward for suffering through life. And when that glass of brandy wasn't a big enough reward, it became two. And when two wasn't enough, it became three. And when three wasn't enough, it became three brandies and beer with dinner. Three brandies, two beers, three beers, and three brandies. Pretty soon, those three brandies turned into half a gallon every, what, three days? Half a gallon every three days, I swear. Think I don't think I ever made it to a half a gallon a day. I don't think. I can't really say because there was a point where I'd go to fill up my brandy glass. And I would take a big chug out of the bottle. And then 
I'd look and see how much whiskey my husband had. My brandy bottle was so much lower than his whiskey bottle. I'd take a chug off of his whiskey bottle to make it look a little more even. And then I'd fill my brandy glass and I'd go back to the living room where my husband was. I had tricked myself into believing I was rewarding myself for making it through my miserable life. And that's not at all what I was doing. I was punishing myself for being so miserable in my life, for being so miserable with myself. Had nothing to do with anything out here. It never does. It had to do with how miserable I was within myself. If that resonates with you, and you are still in your addiction, please reach out. I don't care if you reach out to me, you reach out to your neighbor, you reach out to a crisis line, you reach out, I reach out. You do not deserve the punishment that you are imposing on yourself. If you are still active in your addiction, you do not deserve that punishment. You do not. And I don't care who you are, what you've done. The punishment we impose on ourselves through addiction, it's cruel and unusual, and we don't deserve it. There's so much more for us as human beings. Came and tell you. I just can't. You got to find out for yourself because it's a fabulous journey. Oh, got to get off of that soapbox right there. But if it did resonate with you, I hope it helps. So, the day this airs, I will have 14 years of sobriety. And I cannot wait to see what the next year brings me to hit 15 years to hit. Someone I know just celebrated 22 years. I look so forward to my 14 years chasing her 22 years as she continues her years, I continue my years. And all of you can begin the years, you can begin that sober journey, or you can continue your journey. Maybe you can help someone else on their journey. Life is not a solo journey. Recovery is not a solo journey. There's no reason to do it on ourselves. I tell you what, addiction is too much of a solo journey. We isolate ourselves. We we collapse in on ourselves. And there's too much joy out there in recovery to keep it all to ourselves. That's truth. And like I said, whether you're, 
you know, in recovery from addiction or just in recovery from all the traumas of life, because this all fits that as well. Uh, the relationship with ourselves helps the relationship with others. And uh, it really... I have just been overtaken by emotion and I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I am quite sure why. Because I'm I'm almost 14 years sober. I at one point in my life I didn't think I would even be able to 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 live one day without a drink. And uh dang. <laughs> It's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible what the magic of love can do for us. When we find that that love and respect for ourselves, then other people can find it in us too. And we can find it in other people. Sobriety has taken me personally on a journey that I never, ever would have expected. And I thank you, every single one of you, for your support of me and my journey, your support of TCS. And uh, I wish you all the best. I I wish you self-love. Take care, everybody. I will see you next time. Bye.